when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to Atletico Mints. I hope your fruit bowls are not too heavily stacked, thus avoiding seepage from your softer fruits, such as pears and satsumas. Imagine, if you will, that you are off the coast of Cornwall, aboard a traditional fishing boat. The sea is calm and the breeze gentle. The sun is shining overhead, and the only sound is of the waves gently lapping against the boat's hull. Suddenly you hear a cry for help coming from the water and see a distressed swimmer waving for attention. You grab the lifebuoy, but as you do, the sweaty, luncheon-meat-tainted hand of the boat skipper grabs your arms and stops you. I haven't even got time for that, son. I need to get back ashore in time for the Swedish repeat on gold. Let the fucker drown. It is, of course, my co-host, Mr Andrew Dawson. Oh, Andy, Andy... His fat legs are bandy. Oh, Mr. Sea Captain, with his neck folks flapping. His boat smells of hot dogs. His breath stinks of eggnog. He likes to watch the Sweeney wearing his bikini. I got a phone call then, Andy. That interrupted, but I hope I hope you still still heard it. I, I he, he likes to watch the Sweeney wearing his mother's bikini. Might have been yeah. missed. Did you okay. enjoy that? I, I, I'm sure it'll be there, and I'll 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 pull it together in the edit. I didn't enjoy it, to be quite honest. No, no, you didn't, didn't enjoy it. No, um, nothing personal. I just didn't enjoy it. Do you not like the feeling of being out on the boat and the uh, English Channel? Yeah, that bit was nice. But then when it just turned into a a string of insults against me, as per usual, uh, I switched off. But, you know, it's all right. It's not about me. It's about the listeners enjoying themselves. And that's the main thing. Um, I'm thinking of an animal's backside again. Yeah. Can you guess what it is? Okay. Any clues? I mean, is it UK, Indigenous, World, (sighs) African... Anything you can help me with? Um, it, 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 it's UK-based. UK-based. That doesn't mean that it isn't specifically UK. It, it, I imagine it's global, but I haven't got enough information on it. Um, I think it's probably a deer. It's not a deer. Oh, I'll give you one more clue. Go on, then. It's a very low animal. Badger. Oh, it is! Yes! Fuck me, it is. <laughs> you know what? Because this sounds like it's nonsense, but I'm going to just turn the camera around. Right. So that you can look at my notes. What does that say there? It says a very low animal. Badger. 
Well, well, I feel um, I feel quite important, Andrew. You know what I mean? Yeah, I um, think that, that that game is now redundant. <laughs> You've completed it. Have you ever been sea fishing, um, Andy? Uh, sea fishing? No. Uh, I didn't fish- say. Did you say seek fishing? No, sea fishing. Sea fishing. Uh, have you ever been go karting? Uh, again, I don't think I have. No. Okay. What? Well, I used like- to have one of them. I used to have one of them pedal cars, which was um, a little AA car, a little yellow plastic AA car. Yeah. Never heard um, of it, Andrew. Have, have you, you know ever... the year, the, the fucking year. Oh, sorry. Cars. Oh, sorry. The fourth emergency and the all o- that business. The automobile association. Yeah, because my dad used to work for them. Did he? So, yeah. So I got a little. I got a little pedal air car when I was a kid, and it was one of them was where the pedals weren't as smooth as it could be, and you could quite easily get your ankles caught in the mechanism. I've, and I it remember would take the skin off. I remember that jeopardy. Yeah. Did he, did he have a uniform? He did, yeah. Cap and everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He managed to actually uh, raise up to the level of inspector. Oh, it's kind of like the army. He was he was an inspector, which is kind of like a colonel, I think, in the army. So you must have been a so, disappointment to him if he's like um, if he's of high rank. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's just kind of bewildered about what I do and why I do it, which is fair enough, I guess. Does he have you an know. incredible tale of a rescue that he um, did? You know, or like he, he delivered a baby on the side of the A1 or something? Never did anything like that. Never. Did. He once appeared on the big breakfast door um, right. when um, your your former cohort, Mark Lamar, used to do a report from somewhere around the land yeah. every morning. And he interviewed me dad at something like 20 past seven in the morning <laughs> on the outskirts of Newcastle in January when it was fucking freezing. Yeah. And my dad was kind of giving out traffic advice and all that sort of thing. Did you ever keep a tape so, of that? Of course I did, yeah. Of course you did. Still got I digitised it recently. Have you ever... So I, put, you, I put it on YouTube for you if you want. I think you should. Have you ever used a plunger and it worked? You know what I mean? Have you used it to unblock a sink uh, or a toilet? Nah, nah, never worked. I always find going in with um, a bin bag on your hand and going in elbow deep is usually the best way. Okay, thank you for that. Then you, can, you can then pull the bin bag out and then turn it in on itself. <laughs> it's a bit like a dog poo bag, but in, in a larger scale. And a, in, a, in a human um, context. The, uh, that's, that's fine an answer for you. Ever been asked to brainstorm at a meeting? <laughs> I'm just trying to find no. out a bit more about you, Andy, you know. No. After all these years we've been doing this, you're still curious. I like that. Um, I've ever been asked to brainstorm. I probably have. And I'm probably really good at that sort of thing. But I've done it for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you. If you want us to brainstorm something at any point in this episode, (laughs) give us a subject matter and I'll brainstorm. Okay, I might might land that on you at some point. All right, yeah, you do that. Yeah. Badger man. John Cooper, lockdown. Yeah. Um, He sent me a little, uh, one of his little poems. That's I good. think I think I'll perform it. It doesn't have music, does he? No, just his voice. No. Okay, Proceed. here goes. I've got curry stains on me kitchen curtains and on the cowboy boots that I bought from Burton's. I've got a pot of yoghurt that's on the turn. I've got a stomach ulcer and acid burn. I've got Hobbit's face and tiny hands. I've got a form from the council that I don't understand. But overall, (laughs) my life is sweet because I never leave me house without pocket meat. I'm Lockdown (laughs) Gary, the man you will marry. (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank you, John. That was nice, wasn't it? <laughs> that was lovely. 
How are you finding um, things and lockdown and all that? Uh, well, I'm I'm writing a book at the moment, you know. Are you? Yeah, so, and it's, well, what, you know. like a, a children's story book or something, is it? Well, it's meant to be for adults, but a lot of people have commented that kids would enjoy it, yeah. <laughs> the, um, I mean, I watch a lot of football, Andrew, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's there, isn't it? And you kind of feel compelled to, but... Yeah. Um, Sunderland. Yeah, you've turned the, the corner. We've we've turned the corner. We've got a new new young young lad in charge. How young? Twenty three. Twenty. <laughs> He's got a twenty three year old owner. He's at a football club. He's gonna like I don't know, attach fireworks to the roof and put put it on wheels or something. I don't know. What, Where did he make his then? money on the internet or something? He's um, he's inherited from his dad. His dad used to be the owner of Marseille Football Club. Blimey, imagine so he's that. he's grown up in that environment and now he's he's took control of the fucking bin fire that is Sunderland. I so thought you were going to say his, his dad was the owner of the RAC, which of course was the classier <laughs> of the rescue organisations. <laughs> <laughs> well, saying. actually, my dad originally worked for the RAC but defected to the AA, so oh, suck right. on that, pal. He yeah. pre- preferred working with poor people, yeah? <laughs> Austin yeah, Riley's, Morris Miners. And our new, um, our streaming of the live matches on the internet, we've now got four cameras instead of just one. And it's all down to this junior guy. All down to this new fella. He's brought three cameras with him and put them up. What's his first name? Uh, Kirill. Like Cyril, but with a K. You should call him Lil Kirill. Lil Kirill? Yeah. Yeah, we might do. Now, listen up. I'm meant to what? have an email transcript, Andrew, of a WAV right. from Badger at Infinity Rocket Plastics, yeah? He's yeah. managed to get a Bluetooth recording device into the canteen at Leeds United um, okay. training ground. It's not come yet. Could you, You've got his number. Could you give him a ring? I will. Thank you, Andy. Uh, uh, hello, is, that, is that you, Badger? Ah, oh, Mr Dawson, I presume. How is thou, Diddleworthing? Fine, thanks, Badger. Whilst I have you within my radios, might I interest you in a new piece of software? We have developed death here at RIP. <sighs> yeah, yeah, go on. Tell us more about that, yeah. Have you ever wondered what the atmosphere is like backstage at an Icelandic choir concert or backstage at a poetry recital in Greenland? Uh, t- to be honest, I, I haven't, no. Okay, your loss. Now, what can I diddleth for you, Yeoman Dawson? <laughs> I was just wondering, Badger, if you had that wav for us from the uh, the Leeds United canteen. Ah, yes, the Yorkshire pudding files. I'll pringle that over to your good selves now. There it goes. <laughs> Thanks, Badger. Uh, listen, what's so good about these backstage Icelandic choir recordings? All they ever do is badmouth British grime artists. It's Trez amusing and very fucking vindictive. I drink deeply from its overflowing goblet. <laughs> oh, OK. All right, see you, Badger. Not if I seeth you first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's read this out, then. From the Leeds United training ground, uh, featuring Meslier Ailing, Davies, Phillips... Klitsch, Shackleton, Bamford. It starts with Kelvin Phillips. 
rate you lot, it's about time you all grew up, grew your hair and wore it in top knot like me and Luke. We need a strong collective brand. We need to start fearing to our opponents like Highlander did, you know, or the fella in New Joker Joker movie. What's it what's it what's his name? Luke Ellen. Is that is that is that me? Yep. Yeah. Josephine Phoenix. Is that how he talks? <laughs> can be. And you're the next one. Jamie Shackleton. Jacqueline Phoenix, I think. What a pair of puddings. Them's his girls' names. Do you know Amelia? I've seen a time dweller snuffling and scratching in the woods. Sure seems strange. Yeah, well, you're in Leeds now, Amelia, not South Carolina, you bomb kick. Uh, well, look, it don't matter. So, can we all agree to get. Uh, top knots on the go then. Thing is, Kelvin, me, Shackleton, and Cleachy, all of our Herbert cuts, number one on size with a nan bread flap up top. Makes us look right greatly. But you look like extras in East German film about wheat production. It's not fitting for Premiership. You look like you haven't got a tuppenny bit to rub against your hobnail boots. Yeah, but your top knots make you look like something Robbie Savage might paint for a fantasy comic about a bloke with a steel ass. Rubbish. That's rubbish. It's rubbish, that, isn't it, Luke? Oh, it's rubbish. Total rubbish. He don't know what he's chopping about. Total rubbish with a dollop of spuggy cack. <laughs> I ain't changing my Herbert crap for no city slicker bullshit. Make man country style. Well, I'm going to take this up with Mr. Bielsa. Oh, look, here come little Lord Bamford. I say, guys, do any of you want to sit with me? I've brought a picnic hamper. What's in it? <laughs> I've got a flask of scotch broth and a delicious cream tea. Scotch broth? Oh, sounds right, Kitty. Broth? Scotch broth? It's like a soup, but it's a broth. It's not a gruel, if that's what you're thinking. A gruel is much thinner than a broth. I would never eat gruel, but I adore a bowl of broth. I think you'll find no one here wants to sample your boff, Patrick. And we'll task you to eat it on your own table. Here, Patrick, which of our haircuts do you prefer by way? The Herbert cut or Top Knot? Neither, I'm afraid. I think both cuts look a bit hillbilly. No offence, of course. I like this guy. Hey, up, lads, here comes the boss. Do you want your bucket, boss? <laughs> Boss, do you think all the players should get top knots or Herbert haircuts? Ah, the boss is thinking. He's having thoughts, but he's putting them in order. I love it when the boss is thinking. It's great that we have a boss who likes thinking about things. <laughs> What that smell? It's Patrick's buff. A gangland lassa, in Montevideo, ele, e fu gracia, Patrick, a santo yunto, e santo buff. 
Bielsa sits next to Patrick and starts tucking into the broth. What did he say, Patrick? He said that he likes my haircut best because he saw it on a drawing once at the hairdressers in Monteviedo in the 1980s. And he also said those suckers are missing out on some fucking banging boff. Would you like a crumpet, boss, or a parp on my trumpet? And everyone in the canteen laughed as if every stitch in Bielsa's catsuit had just boffed to the tune of My Old Man's Adustment. <laughs> well, you know, we try that. We try and, you know. It felt a little bit experimental, lad. But, yeah, well. You know, it, it, it happened. So, you know, what more can you say, really? And everyone can join in, and you know, yeah, um, sounds it's, awful. A, it's a good way of getting recommendations from local people, and gotcha. it's a good insight as to how mad some of the people are in your local area as well. I recommend it; it's very good. So, seven or eight people chipped in after I said who's good for guttering. Seven or eight people chipped in and says Nick Fox okay. is your man for the job. So I texted this Nick Fox, and he said he'd do it, but he's busy till next Monday, so that's not ideal. Right. Whatever. Half an hour later, there's this noise on my roof of the fungal. I go out in the garden, I have a look, and there's this bloke on my roof crawling around towards where the seagull is in the guttering. Right. It's fucking Nick, Nick Fox. How would you know it's Nick Fox? That's got to be, hasn't it? Surely. <laughs> okay. yeah. Coincidence, if it's not. I said, hey, oh, what are you doing? And he turns, looks at me, leaps down off the fungal roof and lands on the deck. Yeah. In a crouching position. Right. He's about two metres, regulatory two metres in front of us, but he's got his mask on. It's all good. Got a wool hat on as well, keep him warm. Um, he says, Soon you. Oh, it's him. Fucking Jeremy Corbyn, isn't it? Wow. Fucking Jeremy Clambering Corbyn. Clambering on your roof. <sighs> he says, uh, Soon you there, laddie, with your little retirement cottage and your baby trampoline. I have got a trampoline, and it is quite small, so fair, fair play. 
It's one of them little ones with a bar on the front that you hang onto when you're jumping up and down. Um, he says, uh, what's your best roof height? I says, I don't know. I su- it's this one. This is where I live. 20 feet, 30 feet. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know how high it is. I've never been up scared of heights. He says, ask me mine. Ask me my best roof. I says, all right, what's your best roof, Jeremy? He says, 3,003. Like, no chance. A high roof. Uh, he says, and a half. So I don't know what the half was. Half of 3,003. Don't know. Then grabs hold of me horse pipe, which is over next to the wall, turns it on full blast, puts his thumb over the end, you know, to make the yeah. spray a bit stronger, how you yeah. do that. Sprays it at the seagull. Seagull dislodges, lands right on me head. On your head. Right on top of my head. Yeah, like a hat. Yeah. And he just shouts, Bosh! Ha! Shit happens! And um, fucked off. So I'm stood there with this. Fucked off. I'm stood there with a seagull on my head. Outside my fungalo. So do you think that's a unident? I think it is. I think having um, an ex-party leader on top of your bungalow, yeah. Yeah. Given, granted, awarded even. The, um, but was he Nick Fox or was he not? Maybe we'll never know. Aren't we? They're never going to find that out, are we? Unless you meet the actual Nick Fox. Unless Nick Fox turns up next week, yeah, he might do. Crime Files. The Norfolk town of Sherrington is a typical English seaside destination replete with beach huts, cobble streets and alleyways and its famous Victorian promenade. Crime is almost unknown in Sherrington apart from the occasional drunk and disorderly in high season. But that changed on the 2nd of July 2020, a day that the town will never forget. Local nonsense potter Neil Hunt was taking a mid-morning stroll along the grass-topped cliffs that overlooked the harbour when he came across two young fellas enjoying a picnic together. It was Michael Richards, ex-City of Manchester footballing, and Raheem Sterling, footballing of Manchester City. <laughs> Neil. Excuse me, young man, but I'm afraid you're not allowed to picnic in this area. It clearly says so on the signage at every available entrance. <laughs> Mika. So sorry, mate, but what business is it of yours, you old crank? I'll tell you what business it is of mine. I'm a local nonsense potter who pays a fortune in taxes and rates to this community. Is that good enough for you? Is that good enough for you, you Royal Highness? Raheem Sterling. We all pay our taxes, mate. That doesn't make you special. And anyway, what harm are we doing? Yeah, yeah, we're just having some Charlie cakes and Mr Kipling's... Hey, do you know Mr. Kipling, mate? You look about his age. <laughs> I didn't say you were causing any harm. I simply pointed out that picnicking here is against the regulations. That sort of shit can soon lead to anarchy. And by the way, Mr. Kipling isn't a real person. He's just made up. What? Like Robin Hood or Sting? No, not really. No, no, Sting and Robin Hood are myths or fables. Mr Kipling is just a marketing device. I bet Sting or Robin Hood would let us have our picnic. 
That's as may be, but they don't actually exist, whereas the council regulations are very real indeed. Now, on your bike before I call the police. But, mate, if Sting doesn't exist, then surely the police don't exist. <laughs> oh, right, Rick. Well, let's find out, shall we, mate? I'll phone 999. <laughs> Neil took his Nokia out of his anorak. Christ, will you have a look at that phone? It's so old. You probably have to put a penny in slot to activate it. <laughs> As Neil begins to dial, Milka jumps up and punches the phone out of his hand so brutally that the phone flies over the edge of the cliff into oblivion. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Mika grabs Neil by the scruff of his anorak. Look, mate, he's 500 quid to order your taxes and new phone. Take it and get fuck on your way. <laughs> get off me! Take your hands off me, you fucking giggling halfwit. I'm meeting my brother-in-law here today and I'll have you know that he owns a machete restoration business that also sells harpoons. Stop mathering, mate. You're so old, you bought your first car off Fred Flintstone. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you're so old that you went to an antiques auction and three people made bits for you. (laughs) Neil tried to pull himself away from Richards, but he just tightened his grip around Neil's neck. Why? Why is it always little old me? I once spray-painted my poodle for a charity function and I'm leaving my incredible pottering hands to medical science. All of a sudden, Raheem lets out a scream. (laughs) Then Micah. Bloody thruppence. Neil turned his head to see Raheem being dragged along the grass with a large harpoon bolt attached to his tracksuit. On the other end of the harpoon rope is Neil's brother Gary, who's wielding a huge, partly restored machete. <laughs> Again? Yeah? No. no. <laughs> I eat that one. How dare you assault Neil Hunt, the nonsense potter? Get out of here, you pair of Todd warriors! Mika lets go of Neil and legs it. He pulls the harpoon out of Raheem's puffer puffer vest and carries him away in his neaky sports hold all. <laughs> That's right! Go on, run! Go on, run! Good lad, Gary! Come on, let's eat those bastards' cakes! Gary and Neil sit down and devour what is left of the picnic. As Neil finishes the final bun, he gets up and stands on the cliff edge. He shouts out towards the distant waves. I'm Neil Hunt and I'm loving my life. <laughs> so that were crime files, Andy. I don't uh, know. I thought that was good. You enjoyed that, that one? That was strong. I did. I enjoyed it. But it's oh. not important, is it? <laughs> Hey, Andy, I think we've got uh, Paul Scholes on the line now. Yes, we have, oh. yeah. Hello, Paul. Oh. Paul, are you there? I, I, I'm, I'm connected up. Yes, all there. Uh, thanks for joining us, Paul. Uh, great news that the fans were going to be loud in stadiums in the next few weeks. How are you feeling about it? 
Oh, it's a disgrace. What, what, how do you mean? Well, I mean, it's obvious what's been going on this past year with football stadiums, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, of course it is. Every church style in every stadium has been fitted with mind-scanning equipment. They read your thoughts when you go into the ground and they upload them to the United Nations database for analysis. That sounds a bit extreme. Are you sure, Paul? Oh, of course I am. It's all over the dark web. But, tell you, that's not all. As well as scanning what you're thinking, they can also put a mind cloak over your brain when you go through the turnstiles. It was on the dark web. All of a sudden, what'll happen is you'll get 75,000 United fans cheering for the opposition. A mind cloak? A mind cloak, yeah. We tested it out in Afghanistan. It's all over the dark web. You saw all of a sudden, you're cheering for the other team. Hooray! Hooray! But you don't even know you're doing it. Well, it sounds pretty weird that way. Um, wouldn't the TV cameras or something or pick oh. it up? Well, that's the beauty of it. The cameras can't detect it because their technology isn't advanced enough. So, it's almost as though it's not even happening. But it is. Well, maybe it just isn't happening, Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah, I knew you'd say that. Typical sheep reaction. Yeah, well, it's just, you know... (sighs) You know who's behind it all, don't you? No, who's behind it? Infinity Rocket Plastics. I saw the van near Old Trafford last week. It was disguised as an Argos van, but I know what's really going on. Yeah, OK, Paul, I think we'll wrap it up there, then. Say no to mine cloaks! Stay free! Ban the BBC and ITV! Oh, I think uh, I think we've lost him there. Might Is be, he gone? Uh, Yeah, that might be for the best. Um, yeah. He's increasingly... Um, Unhinged, I think is the word. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, you know, maybe he's onto something, but he's not convincing me, Andy. Well, that stuff about Infinity Rocket Plastics, that's that's bullshit. Surely. <laughs> Absolutely. Badger wouldn't, Badger wouldn't get involved in that sort of I shit. I can't think of a more ethical company or corporation than Infinity Rocket Plastics. <laughs> Nonsense. We've got Nigel Pearson um, on the line. Uh, hello, Nigel. How, how are you doing? Uh, Nigel? Nigel, are you there? Do you want to fight? Not really, Nigel. No, why do you ask? Because unlike you, I do want to fight. <laughs> no, I'm all right, Nigel. Um, I just wanted to ask you about your new job at Bristol City. If we were to fight, it is a fight that you would lose. No matter what your fighting ability, mine would be superior. I am an excellent fighter. Right. Um, I mean, I believe you, but what about this Bristol job? It's two months only. That will give me enough time to fight every player and member of the coaching squad. It's an ideal opportunity for a fighter, which is what I am. I'm a superb British fighter. Okay, but I mean, do you think you can stop the recent slump at City? In terms of the number of fights rather than points, yes, I do. I will bring a fighting culture to the club and I will leave without losing a single fight. (laughs) Okay, right. I think I'll just leave it there. Uh, Thanks, Nigel. Can I just say hello to Troy Deeney whilst I'm here? Uh, Yeah, of course, yeah. Deanie, just name a place and time and I will fight you. And at the end of the fight, I will be handed a trophy that says, 
This fight was won by Nigel Pearson, who used excellent British fighting techniques. His opponent lost the fight because Nigel was the better fighter. <laughs> thanks, Nigel. Uh, yeah, thanks very much. He's Bye. gone, has he? He's gone, yeah. He's laying down a gauntlet there for Deanie. Still with so, the fighting. Uh, Are you watching any TV at the moment, Andy? Any that you want to recommend? There's a very good documentary on Sky Documentaries called uh, Class Action Park, which is about a water park in New Jersey in the 1980s where uh, health and safety was not a consideration. Is it worth uh, watching, Andy? It's funny until it stops being funny. That's all I'll say about it, but it's a, it's a good watch, yeah. Okay, thank you for that. And it's I, only about an hour and a half, so, you know, it's not going to take too much of your time up. I've been watching... Um, do you remember The Hotel from Channel 4? No. I've been watching that again. Um, superb series. If you fancy having a look at it, I would start with Season 2, Episode 1, which features Mr and Mrs Tickle. It's up to you. It's, it's very it, good. What... what what was that again? The hotel. I don't remember it. You what got four seasons. Four seasons of it. It was a bloke. He had slightly like quaffu bouffant sort of hair, right? And yeah. he was desperately trying to keep this hotel going down in Torquay. Oh, this sounds good. I've it's not, really I'm good, Andy. I'd start with season two, episode one. But is it on the all four service? Um, do you know what? I've YouTubed it. All right, okay, whatever. It's not on yeah. all four, and I've been watching. Do you watch Salvage Hunter with Drew Pritchard? No, I've never delved into that either. Sorry. Well, would you have a look at it, um, see do what you to. think, and yeah, get, just do do an app, see what you to. think, and we can You're have a chat. I watch insist it. that you Fuck watch you Salvage know. Hunters. Have a quiz, Andy. Standard format. It's called yeah. Pop Boing Adhesion <laughs> Peanuts <laughs> Twang Boff Filler. Oh yeah, Thwack Pop Sealant. Give me just, just a little, little more time, 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 time. time, time. So, um, highest mm-hmm. price, lowest price, B and Q mm-hmm. prices. Um, mm-hmm. The three items are Solvite wallpaper mm-hmm. adhesive. Right. It's the box size, Andy, you know. Um, yep. Do you know what I mean? It's a box. I think it's yep. got two packets in it. Yep. Similar size box, same size box, in fact. All-purpose polyfiller. Mm-hmm. And the third one is Unibond mould-resistant white silicon sealant. Standard, you know, that tube that you press with a gun. Yeah, that's so the cheapest. That's the cheapest. Okay. The wallpaper paste is... What was the middle one again? Uh, polyfiller. Box of polyfiller. Polyfiller is most expensive than the wallpaper paste, than the tube of sealant. Um. Oh, wow, have you fucked that up, Andy? Most expensive <laughs> is the sealant at £9.47. Uh, then it's the polyfiller at £9.13. And then the uh, wallpaper adhesive at £7. With, um, oh, I went with my gut there, I've got to say. I went with my gut. Do you know that's fine? Sometimes that's best. Yeah, I thought I'd try that instead of overanalyzing it. With that in mind, would you like me to brainstorm anything before we finish? Um, could you brainstorm a solution... Right. Could you brainstorm a solution to um, sugar, putting lots of sugar in your tea, making it too cold to drink or too cold to be satisfactory? Um, Microwaving the sugar is too obvious because that wouldn't work. But I would put the sugar into a sandwich bag and I would dip it into some 
into a separate cup of hot water <laughs> beforehand and then pour it into your tea. Bang, Thank you, Andy. You, you have Thank brainstormed you. my problem. Get in there. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. See you, everyone. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.